So hey, you guys, you ready to have some fun? You wanna you wanna talk about yeah, yeah, this game? Yeah, yeah. Let's have some fun. Oh, this is kind of neat. Uh, my name's Rue, and I'm here with your Imperium Report. Uh, this is the recap show for the Imperium Decree, a D&D podcast set in the world of Selenium. Perhaps you will notice that you will not hear the sounds of commerce as we are in studio today. That's sort of exciting. Ba, 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 ba. I'm gifted with three of the cast members here, Eric, Kiri, and Ryan. Uh, Elena is lurking about, but she can't hear us tonight, so we are, uh, we are uh, off the leash, I suppose. We're going to be talking about uh, Season 1, Episode 5, Crimson Morning. And I want to start with the very first scene where uh, Gideon is pulling out the, the, the blade from this body. I, I understand from Ryan that you were a little worried about this uh, when it first a happened. A little? You, you thought that like, uh, the, the, the shit was going down. I mean, there were 8,000 things that could happen there, right? Oh, yeah, so, of course. The fact that the worst thing to happen was the room incinerating itself. Um, not sure how that'll play for Oh, shoot, I didn't times. even think about the yeah. whole room incinerating yeah. itself, yeah. and now there's no proof that he's been down there. Correct. Nope. Oh, damn now, it. Now his whole honor guard would still be there. Yeah. Um, I... But none we, of those are marked. And we're talking I about the Duke. We found a label on right? our way down. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Yeah. Like, good. As the, as the ah, chair rose back up, and I guess I guess the safe play would have been to stick him back on his chair, but... But we wouldn't have known that. No. Nothing no. bad was happening. It was the most anticlimactic. Oh, the dead body just slumped out of the chair. I was like, that was it? I did like, think what no... would have happened if one of us would have like slammed down and tried to sit on the chair when it started to tick up? Mm, that'd be interesting. Whether I would have back down or we would have just been incinerated. Uh, probably incinerated, yeah. Probably incinerated. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys ever figure out what that blade was? Uh, it was uh, mithril. Was there a handout? Okay. Yeah, it's it was mithril. mithril. It was a mithril war sword. Mithril with a uh, Y. Mm-hmm. Uh, D8 of damage, finesse, critting on 19s and 20s. Yeah, that bigger um, crit range is a thing. Yeah. Mike and I had gotten that. Mike, when he got the sword, and then uh, as Farrick took it, I got the stats from both Mike and then from Elena as well. Oh, good, good. Um, so did Mike know? or did? Yes. Um, as opposed to whispers going See, I thought table. Gideon saw that sword and knew it was Mithril, because that's, no. a, that's a thing. Um, no, he was a nerd who saw a cool artifact and thought that was a good idea. That was oh. Mike going, I have a headache at the end of the game. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> let's, um, let's get a... a yeah, he, he admitted it later that it was really just he had a headache and was tired of us kind of digging around. I was like, cool, I'm taking this. I just wanted to but move it along. Instead uh. of uh, whispers in this game or like escorting someone out of the room for a conversation... Um, we tend to just get Discord messages. Yep. So, a couple have gone now. Okay, to reveal that his secret identity is Dr. Jones. I mean, we got to move this microphone closer to you. There we go. There we go. Now I can hear you. You're the funny one. You're the funny one. Everyone likes to hear what you have to say. I'll be honest, I didn't realize just how many great comments oh come my from God, that the table. Oh my God, it's hilarious. Because I can't hear them all the time. Oh, I can myself breathing <laughs> <laughs> eating m ms you know the usual uh, table and, sounds and, 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 i mean yeah and, 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 and yeah oh i see <laughs> I, absolutely but, and of course uh, then and, and, and. gideon goes in and finds the sample vials at least he left those whatever was oh in those oh my god they were probably like something acidic, something poisonous, something toxic that would break through the glass and incinerate from from the backpack i don't know yeah, yeah. Because and Elena and I talked about this a little bit. The one thing that a lot of people at the table are not familiar with 
is her inability to just let an object be an object and nothing else. Like it's always gotta be, oh, well this is a horrible curse on it, or oh, this is gonna cut your hand off. Why do you think I didn't off? believe oh. the nonsense about the sword not being anything? Oh really? Because yeah. you thought for sure? Like the mirror, oh it's not, oh it's just a mirror. Don't worry no, about it's this. not. Mirrors aren't mirrors. No. Let's, let's look through the eye, eye holes of this uh, Yeah, I'm like, portrait. cool, I'm gonna lose my eyesight somehow. I, <laughs> But we're jumping ahead of ourselves. Yeah. I, I did want to ask about Nadal's nightmares most nights. That was interesting to learn. So Yeah, like, well, and I think it's kind of... Have there been others that we've missed that are on... Uh, I don't know that there are others that have been missed necessarily. I think it's more just a matter of... Um, it depends on your frame of reference because mm -hmm. he's just lived in the dark under the surface his entire life everything's been dark all the creepy crawlies down there are dark there's right. no like oh yeah this one time i had a happy dream in a meadow with this woman i was in love with or something and like rainbows. there's no frame of yeah no there's none of that in his backstory there's none of that like he has no frame of reference for anything like that so anytime everyone goes nightmares he's like oh you mean just what happens when you go to sleep and probably normal things are scary yeah exactly that's a thing all like right. horses by courses, that's right. Horses. And then we learned that Sam finally learns Nadal's name. Yep, did, he sure does. Did, now, he sure now does. Eric, am I to understand that you uh, had Sam actually think that Nadal's name was Nad all, like Nadal's first name was Nad? Or no, Nad, or I mean, Nah? To be honest, I, uh, I have trouble keeping up. They move so fast. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm kind of a noob, so I'm, I'm just happy that I caught on that it was Nadal, and I finally started saying he instead of she. Yeah, that is. <laughs> I look over at Kiri, and I'm like, I want to say she, but anyways, um, yeah, uh, I, I didn't know what... I, I mean, I could have looked it up. I could have like referenced it, but I don't. But I never said it in game either. Like, yeah. only they only That's know true. that my name and is Nadal, and he did that on purpose. And you're like, don't you know this is Nadal Dryless? And I was like, oh my god, <laughs> Sam. Where he comes from? <laughs> uh, yes. Later. <laughs> His phone number is. I'm like, no. And it's yeah, perfect. So um, Sam just yeah, it seemed to fit. So I went with it. <laughs> and of course, vice versa. People didn't ask Sam about him very much. Not that you give, uh, uh, you know, not that Sam gives that much of an opportunity yeah, to. Yeah, I mean. Uh, like, does Sam have a last name? Well, I mean. No one has asked, right? No one asked, yeah. yeah no one knows. He's asked directly, and uh, maybe he has some nicknames or, or, you know, things like that. that he's <laughs> he's going to have some nicknames soon, that's but, for sure. Um, yeah, nobody's really asked, and in, in game it's only been a few days. And, you that's know, true. like when, when I joined, I was looking for a longer-term campaign where, where we could... Uh, you know, have more character development, and I didn't even know it was going to be podcasts. And then uh, surprise, yeah, yeah. And then, <laughs> you know, and that that was the next thing after they told me like how we were going to roll character stats, which I don't. I did we ever talk about that? We never have. That was stressful. Uh, Why don't we do that right now? How did you guys roll character stats? So, it seems like it's sorry, I'm getting all over the board. No, no, that's You're don't fine. worry about that. It's a great one that I think a lot of us want to talk about. This is just so, so that we we Elena don't get approached stuck. us with the question. Yeah. Do you believe in fate? Tough question. And then looked at us and went, I really don't care what your answer is. It's fate. <laughs> um, you had to pick the stat you rolled for. Okay. And then roll your 4d6, drop the lowest. Oh. Yeah. So. And then you got two re-rolls, unless you were me who rolled so shitty you got an extra two and still didn't get any good stat. It was excellent. 
So you end up with characters that are more realistic, I think, instead of you know people who end up in a profession as happenstance and not because they're just innately born with the skills of a cleric or the right. skills of a fighter. It's just these are your stats and figure it out. So to be clear, you made your characters. You chose your class. You chose, you chose race, class, class, and and race. class and race first. Stats. And then you rolled stats. And then you pick your stat and roll for it. And then kind of build a backstory around, you know, yeah. whatever you had. And when your work. stats are too low to multi-class out of your <laughs> class. <laughs> Right at the end of like uh, just after. session five here, you guys um, are going to do that. We're, we're sitting here. Um, but we won't. Three day, we're sitting here three days later, and Farrick doesn't have stat increases yet. <laughs> yeah? I don't know what I'm doing. Wow. Uh, I'm waiting for in-game conversations because the stats are interesting. <laughs> <laughs> They're fun. Let's put it that way. All right, well, let's get back to the session. Yeah. Next are the circles and barriers. There are four circles to bring down the three barriers, which was uh, interesting. Uh, doing cult damage, which makes me question why they so were- So I asked about that too. Oh, it all wasn't right. It's necessary, like, it's not- play with Pandora's box. Yeah, well, no. okay, and also, so the most paranoid one of the group is like, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna step in the circle, and I was the only one left standing at the end of it. Everyone <laughs> else was unconscious, but it wasn't cold damage, it was, what did she call it? Um, it was removing the heat from our body damage, so it was almost like hypothermia damage, but not yep. necessarily cold. It's, it's cold damage in the way that cold really works from a scientific perspective. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, I'll try so to chemist out. No, please chemist out. I thought that that was a really interesting It goes from hot point. to cold. Yeah, exactly. It's literally draining your body to fuel the magic that exactly. was coming out. You're basically fueling the dispel coming from the circles. Mm -hmm. That's pretty um, cool. Yeah, it's an interesting way to think about it. And Ryan, you're a, you're a chemistry teacher, just yes. so everyone on the, the podcast um, knows. Newly yeah. minted. You're, you're a youngster. Yeah, three years ago. Yeah, exactly. Wait, I didn't get all that. So the circles were created like for a dispel. Right. So the circles themselves were triggering the dispel of the ritual, I okay. guess. Mm -hmm. I, okay. I, don't, I don't know if they were created And they drained the energy of whatever the crystals were. in the. They were draining the energy of us yes. to Remember, burn those crystals. So why crystals? were the crystals burned out? Oh, they, they were handling it to them. Yeah. yeah, I guess so. To like, okay, it's all very um. complicated. I mean, <laughs> Sam has an intelligence of 11. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's better than mine. <laughs> some of this is like... It's average, you know. Hey, I mean, cool effect happens, a little bit of hand-waving, but also it's yeah. cool to kind of look into some of the effects and why. Um, I do want to say on that, though... Um, what the hell is up with Team Elf getting into trouble? Listen, Specifically Team Wood Elf. You know, like, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, speak for yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. No. Um, no. Sorry. I, 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 as a player, am paranoid by nature, out of game, <laughs> and then Nadal as a character is also paranoid, so it just compounds when you guys are like, I'm going to touch this, I'm going to pull that, I'm going to poke this. I'm like, please stop doing that. And on counterpoint, I am an idiot out of game and an idiot in game. <laughs> um. right, just to confirm, uh, Thea was at the south one that was uh, purple. No, the west one was purple. And that was when yeah, Nadal was, was in. Was Gideon was in the north one that was blue, and Varric was in the east one that was gold. So we don't really know which well, one. I think it was red. The south was. I think Thea was. In I the guess red, red is the color we're missing, right? Yeah. 
Uh, and uh, then the batter shattered, doing cold damage. You guys, most of you pass out except for Nadal. And yeah. then uh, there's not much healing magic. Thea touches yourself. You guys are dirty. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I try to keep it clean. But yeah, exactly. Just just trying They're to keep it clean around here. No, it's just I like was, I love to make fun of Kayla when Kayla says things. Oh, and she just, blushes so easy. She um, does. There was that one, and then there was the the shoot the horse. Um, shoot the horse. Which we'll get to I that. almost fell out of my seat when she said it because she has literally sculpted spells to around. avoid hitting party members' animal companions in previous games, right? <laughs> like. <laughs> will not target the animal unless there's no other target as a DM. I've witnessed, witnessed that um, before. Yeah. But this cold damage left you with like 14 out of 19 hit points. You guys were already like limping along when you got yeah. out of here. I was at two hit points after that whole situation was over. <laughs> nope, no, uh, and no short rest. You're just like, let's go. All right, Giddy we're, up. now we're going to walk into another trap. Let's go. And I think we were worried that something else was going to happen underneath. I was so worried. Or that we oh, were going to miss something big worried. up top. And <laughs> Sam did not give a shit. I wish to be I, honest, I didn't realize they'd taken that much damage. When everybody started going down, I was like, I, I looked over it and I'm like, wait a minute, what's going on? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Are you guys Because I was just again? like, what's Asterion doing? I think it was a D6, 2D6, 3D6. Um, that sounds about right. But what, like, what Elena rolled. Because I did not right. expect the damage to ramp on that lap. I thought we'd all be low. Yeah. I did not expect the damage to ramp and actually knock three of the four of us out. And I was like, Hmm. I'm like, cool, 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 cool. We'll just, <laughs> we'll hang out a little while longer. Uh, Plot twist, these are just the starters. Yeah. Exactly. What do y'all think about this carapace that you're carrying around? We don't know much about it other than it's just like a plate of... Well, it uh, turns wood to ash on touch, so there's that. Yeah. I don't know what it does to flesh, but I don't want to find out. Yeah. Sam um, should put his tongue on it, we'll find out. <laughs> yeah, see if it sticks. I kind of feel like in-game... Um, we gotta, we got to check on it every so often to make sure it's still there. I think that's a good idea. Um, I'm idea. a little, little worried what would happen if we don't. Um, this is a thing. I, I see Eric's writing with his left hand, which... Uh, I not know you're actually left-handed. Yeah. Sorry, I'm too old. I can't read what you're writing. <laughs> oh. can't, can't refuse. Uh, oh. I just thought... Uh, the metal box was my favorite because I was in my head picturing like this steel crate essentially with a padlock on it and really what Varric made was like a metal tissue box holder with no <laughs> yeah. lock on it. Exactly. <laughs> so. I mean, I, like, yeah. That's kind of what yeah. I pictured, like an egg crate only for No, I, a shell. I knew the image I had in my head was um, thin iron walls enough to hold this thing in. I didn't think that through a ton. No, no lid, no lock. Freak no. out putting it in your back pocket. That's good. I mean, yeah, no, that's fine. It's perfect. It's safe. So you guys you now have this out. artifact of whatever it is that's not a drider, by the way. I'm not a drider. I'm just hoping it starts talking to us at some point. I, I really don't want Wouldn't that, that be great? Just have more things talking to you? I mean, nope. We'll get to I that. But uh, uh, the, the dozen doors, what's behind the dozen doors? Like fabrics and raw supplies? And food it was trading goods that shouldn't have been there. And yeah, other innocuous quarters. items that probably shoes for next, I don't know, know horses. What do you call those shoes <laughs> that you put on horses? They're like heels, but they're yeah, flats. exactly. 
They're like I Birkenstocks. I said like, that was so funny. Um, when you called her out on the last recap. Like, I mean, well, just the, like, the I, she just proved my things, point. She proved my point. Like the circles and the pulling the energy yeah. out of you to fuel but something. But can't describe then, a horseshoe no. properly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, there are housekeepers in there, which is weird. I mean, we have yeah. no idea where those housekeepers went. What are went. they housekeeping down there is what I want to know. <laughs> they were repurposed uh, war supplies, right? The yeah, but then the last they, room had they beds. They weren't just they like... were smuggled or captured war supplies. Right, right. Yeah. And even the families might be working together. You know? And the weird thing that got me was the door was locked so that the family couldn't come down. Right. But yeah. also, then there were also the servant quarters... Like, I thought the servant quarters were hooked up to it. I, like, I don't somehow. Know, I don't know how long this plot runs there. That's true. Um, My only guess was that there were four of them, and maybe they needed four humans for the circles. Yeah, but I mean, like, we're obviously pawns, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, they, they just needed someone to... Just need warm bodies? Something. Right. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. And they've been using us this whole time. And then on top of it, like, the, the, the coup de grace, like, set us up for the murder. Murder, yeah. <laughs> He's like, peace out, Girl Scouts, jumps out the window. Cool. Sly little grin. Yeah, well, let's, well, let's get to that. First of all, there's the, there's the junkie office with the, so uh, the Von Drack shipping inventory folder. Why, like, why is that not with the dock master? That seemed like yeah. the true office of whatever was pulling the strings here. Right. With... From the other side, the kind of grander office. The fancy being, office. Just like the public, like not the public office, but the, the private study of someone. Yeah, um, on the other side of the Scooby-Doo eye holes. The real study seems, of someone. The, more likely where the, the governor or the lord would. Right bend. into Tallow Manor, but we know it's not Lord Tallow because he's dead looking all proud, right? Yep. Yeah. Which is a thing. I mean, it could have been his, I mean, conceivably it could have been still him related to some of that stuff down there. Really assume they were spying? I don't... Who knows? I think it was too many... It was like a blink, a, like a capture of a moment of a way bigger piece of the plot that's yes. not going to make sense until they, like five more sessions in. Let's go to the murder. I mean, th that's sort of the name of this episode. The, the Crimson Morning. So as the sun's rising... There are these children and wife and husband pierced by like Horrible. diamond, and so the 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 sun coming in is being refracted by all I, these crystals. I the Tallow family is complicit, and then when they didn't need them any longer, they killed them and set us. That's, that's, that's a strong possibility. strong possibility because the door locked from the inside, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. So they were using those tunnels from the the, the estate. Possibly, yeah. The, I mean, at the end of the day, we really won't know, and um, the murders themselves, I think. What really bit us in the ass again is the siblings' desire to help people in the long run. Because <laughs> what did I say? I'm like, let's fucking bounce. We don't need to know what yep. it is. And here we are. And I'm like, now there's a bag on my head. Going to help someone, someone in need. pain. Yep. Um, like, they're just idiots. And Sam, Sam does that. Sam helps people out. I mean, we, we can get to this a little later if we have time. <laughs> Sam could have yeah, bounced long ago. Yeah, exactly. Let me read a little bit about this, uh, this murder. Blood covers most surfaces. Two smaller bodies in the corner wrapped in each other's arms. Lady Tallow with pristine white hair. I don't know why. Once... Yeah, that was a weird juxtaposition yeah. next to the bloodbath. Also white hair. Uh, is she related to the drow in I any way? I don't know. Or maybe just very blonde. Who knows? I don't think so. 
I don't know. Lord Tallow impaled on the wall with a look of pride on his face that never let him. What would the look of pride, I mean, maybe... Well, and the way that I was imagining him facing was him facing his wife and his kids. So now I'm thinking, was he looking like that to try and make them unafraid, knowing that they were all going to die? Oh, man, that breaks my what? heart. Oh, maybe. I, I took it more as the, the kind of uh, cocky noble who thinks he's better, who was just caught. Okay unawares and really just gets pinned to the wall and you never see his expression really change. Yeah, because he, he so got quick. hit too quick. Like, right, And then you finally see the figure on the balcony with a billowing, shadowy cloak and I figure he's backlit against yeah, the sun rising. So the like... only thing you can see are two piercing ruby eyes and this creepy grin. He smiles at you, takes a step backwards off the balcony. What a dick. And I think, Ryan, you said it, that's the Genasi, right? Right there? I, I thought it was the original uh, diamond skin genasi we'd met. Crystal skin genasi. Crystal, yeah, crystal skin, skin yep. genasi. Um, it wasn't. I, it was no, so there's the crystal skin genasi we met as we left the Von Drox right. in the carriage. Because I thought it was that one too. And yeah. then there's the jade skinned genasi right. with ruby eyes that we found. Well, I have session. some very bad news for you. They both have ruby eyes. Yes. I know, that's the confusing part. <laughs> and that's and all, they're all assholes, That's all we learned. Apparently. That they smiled and they have ruby eyes. Yeah. Um, I'm and I said it before, like uh, it seemed like Elena took water Genasi and went, Ooh, I can do something with this. I know. Um, and now it's seeming even more like there's some underplot. Um, that we're already seeing start to tick over. Which is yeah. only gonna make Sam more like I told you so. Then maybe there's a there's a little fight there. I noticed that we didn't drop into initiative, which makes me think that this guy was escaping at the speed of plot. Ryan knows what I'm talking about there. The speed of plot. That, uh, yeah, unless you guys pulled out something miraculous and amaze balls, he was going to escape anyway. I think it was also anyway. mostly just a, hey, take your actions as you go. I'm not forcing this as a fight. Um, mm -hmm. And that's something that I think we've both run into as DMs yeah. is, hey, like, an option is to fight here. I don't yep. want to tell you you're fighting. So yeah, or vice versa, or where not, you drop yeah. into initiative to make it seem like there's a yeah. fight. That's always fun to do. Let me, let me just put these miniatures out on the table. Yeah, just real quick. There, there's no fight going on. No. Don't, you just your choice. She's done that. A yeah. couple spells in there, like a vortex warp. Yeah, you have well, misty stepping. We we didn't shoot the horse. Uh, we shot the horse. It kept running. The horse just didn't go down. Yeah, you uh, hit. Uh, Gideon uh, misty stepped onto the horse. I was I was jealous. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm interested to see more of the like spikes came kind of firing out of this guy's back and then he was and able to take so it down off the horse. Like, yeah. Very on brand for Genasi though. Yeah, um, very on brand. And then the elven guards got there at the speed of plot as well. That was a like, woohoo! Surprise! I try, I'm like, of course. Of <laughs> course they're right there. I don't know that I'm as immediately suspicious they were paid off as I am that like... Yeah. Uh... Exactly. Right. They kind of they're kind of like a bumbling mass in that they're looking for the easiest way for this to be hushed up and them not to have to do as much work as possible. Correct. So Yeah. And then so I'm torn because do I agree out of game with Varric's like we're just going to be chill and this is going to be fine and we'll just play along and then we're going to get out? Yes, but in character Nadal's biggest fear is being caught and sent back to where he came from, so essentially being deported back down under the surface where he'll get killed so well, luckily no one like sam told him what no Nadal's no one was. like sam shouted his entire name no. as loudly yeah, as possible multiple totally times not canon because <laughs> <laughs> he was still a beetle just so yeah, i'm not as worried about nadal because i 
I don't know that Nadal's name will and mean Carmel anything to anybody. That's to true. To be able to track down, whereas he's too paranoid, and it's turned into a character flaw that I've given him naturally. Every time Varric walks into a room, it's uh, the name's Varric uh, Karanis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm gonna just, hold on. Uh, let me give you my business card. <laughs> here's everything I'm associated with, and uh, <laughs> this is Gideon Galore. Uh, let me throw him into the bus too. But one yeah. of the, part of the parts of the chase that did work was Asterian's chase. He follows the horse all the way to the docks. He does. Our killer gets on a small single sail craft and rows away. So uh, the the city is on a on a river that goes back towards Cabrig. The river so, runs uh, east to west, right. and then at some point cuts back up towards the capital. Right. But it runs east to west, uh, hitting the mountains in the west and Cabrig in the east. And the city is just on the south side of that bank. And then he meets up with the Gertrude, which is a merchant vessel. And that comes back to Ethanier. But do we know that the killer's on that vessel? We do? Yes. I, I did not hear he took the Asterian river, hearing that. He took the that, river out, jumped on a familiar ship that was supposed to be coming to port anyway, and made it look like he had just shown up on that merchant ship that morning instead so of where he was. I, I don't know that that's the case so from what I heard. Technically, there was, there was no a, specific evidence. Yeah. Because the only thing we knew about was the ruby eyes. Yeah. That being said, the ship transfer happened. Asterian comes back and he sees the jade skin Genasi with the ruby eyes get off. Mm -hmm. We are making that assumption. We might be running in blind. Oh. But it's the best assumption we've got. Weird. They know that, uh, like, okay, so we could just turn Asterian in. <laughs> <laughs> he has ruby eyes too, right? He's, no. Because no. no, he's a water Genasi. Um, but Asterian saw the jade skinned yeah. Genasi with the ruby eyes. Mm hmm. Um, get off the ship, get in the carriage, and go to... Sorry, that was Sam's idea. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Go to the Oakenfolds. And the Gertrude now is another like thread you can pull on if anything else doesn't work. Yeah. I, yeah. Mean, I guess so. It was probably as... I mean, there are all sorts of questions like, who owns the Gertrude? Who's the captain? Oh, I'm sure she's got a whole list of every ship that's in that port on a specific <laughs> schedule with different names and a name for every captain. I so mean, I, the like... Gertrude is either the Von Drox or the Oakenfolds. Yeah, probably. Um, yep, yep. All right. Uh, there's the whole bird and bread se uh, sequence. That was hilarious. We, Just that was the best. Genius. Fucking best. Uh, then you all walk ten minutes to uh, cells, and then Nadal contacts uh, his patron. Which everyone freaked out at the table because yeah. they didn't know he had a patron. Exactly. No one knows what. I didn't know one... how a blood hunter worked until then. Well, I was like, oh, I gotta look this blood up. hunters after level three have to pick an order that they're following. Yep. His uh, is one that a lot of people don't pick, and it, it allows you to use Warlock spellcasting, mm -hmm. and you have to have a patron. Oh, okay. I made a very grave error when we were writing these characters before we started the campaign, and I said, I'm going to pick this path for him, and I'm not sure out of these types of patrons which ones I want. And then I was like, well, I'm going to pick the fiend, I think, because that makes the most sense with his backstory okay. and everything. The fiend. And she goes, okay, so who's his patron? I'm like, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess I don't really <laughs> care. And she goes, I'm picking for you. And I'm like, damn it. Awesome. So she picked, and I'm not going to spoil it, but it's not good. All right. I'm glad so. I was right in my thoughts on the Bloodhunter order there. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I was, I was Profane to, Soul, Order yeah. of the Profane Soul. I was trying soul. to figure out that out last week. Because um, everyone's like, what, what, what? Patron, yeah. what? As soon as you said it, I went, ooh, Profane Soul Warlock, yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> and that's, what, thinks to himself. that's how he can cast magic, is because he's in Order of the Profane Soul. And then, and then that tees off the Wyvern communication, almost like removing a mental barrier. 
Yeah, so he asked for help and doesn't know how to ask a patron for help because he never has before. And um, that's what happened. Apparently, Elena rolled a dice and had six different options of ways that this patron would help me. Right. And one of them was the Wyvern hatches early. Oh, okay. So that was the one that. Uh, See, the, my first listen through, it. I just thought that your patron got really needy really fast. That was hilarious in my mind. I was like, I was not what expecting for a response at all. Because yeah. the patron's and, like, I need to come out now. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, that's not going to make things easier. Like, please yeah. don't do that. But yeah, on second reading, I realized that's the, well, the, the yeah. wyvern. Oh, that yeah. makes more sense. All right, and of course, uh, uh, Nadal's doing that because he doesn't want to end up where he was before. Uh, whether right. that's location or in a state, that's a question. I mean, that you don't have to answer. He doesn't want to get. He doesn't like being trapped in a situation where there's no exit, and he can't disappear into the shadows again. And that's where he was in one of those prison cells. Hence, him freaking out in front of everybody. Hence, the disguised self. Like all of, all of that is. Please, nobody notice me. Oh my God, somebody's noticing me. Oh <laughs> shit, I gotta go unnoticed again. I gotta get out of here. Meanwhile, Varric's going, wow, the system sucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. You've got 48 hours, I mean 24 hours, I mean 36 hours to find the killer. Thanks. Yeah, Thanks. yeah. It was well, a perfect response, but like... <laughs> but I, as soon as I said that, I was like, fuck, i got to try and fix this a little bit. <laughs> I'm interested to see where this goes. Uh, I think Captain Theo could either be a very, yeah. very good ally mm-hmm. or a dangerous enemy. Um, That's yeah, true. he's playing I, it too close to the vest to know which one it is at this point. All right. This is interesting. Like, I genuinely didn't know that you were that concerned about. Oh, it's his number one fear is being sent back home. Inconspicuous. Mm -hmm. Um, It's why I have my hood up most of the time. It's why I never introduce myself first. I mean, yeah, Yeah. you've made a point of it, but it, it, like, it just kind of it played well. So, (laughs) which oddly, Varric also fears going home, but also claims where he comes from. There's, a, there's like a, a pride, but like a, I don't know, it's like a mixture of pride and disdain in front of Dahl. It's like, he's super proud of his heritage and his family and all of that, but knows that if anybody that knows who he is at all finds him, they're going to tell. Yeah. yeah. And he's going to end up dead. So it's just a matter of time before somebody picks him off. Yeah, like the spiders communicating that made sense, but like yeah. just general, you know, surface dwellers. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, what connections they might knows? have? Yeah. Uh, apparently, uh, is going to have some big, big impacts on this game. So, makes sense though. You got a drow in the the campaign. Yeah. All right, let's wrap this up. We got an encoded message. You guys figured that out at the table. Oh, we missed one of my favorite lines where they're debating what the name of the captain is, and then. Oh <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> the, uh, yeah. The, the, the that's a nice name. Nice name. The name. Yeah. <laughs> Perfectly in character. Yeah, exactly. That's great. Um, we have the shipping materials and have taken the eggs as directed. We will take care of the tallow. Take care of the tallow family in her honor. So, I mean, who are we? Are they the Oakenfolds, uh, or the, whoever was in charge of the gentleman monster? And who is her? Is that Tupali, the mean, queen, Lady Oakenfold, uh, uh, Loth? You got a hold of the encoded message before you ever listened to the episode. I did. Yeah. And you immediately <laughs> messaged me with, "Here's the translation." Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. um, I, I thought maybe you knew. And I mean, could be the queen. Could be. There's so Lady many Odenfold, options. Could be. Honestly, could be Lady Von Drock. Um, and also, don't look at these eggs. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Nothing to see uh, here. Could be the queen, could be Lolf, could be a whole lot of things. So That occurred to me, too. You guys now have out. that shipping manifest and the eggs and the, I mean, now who looks like a... Yeah, I'm just, oh. like, I, I went from looking like a wood elf with a bag over my head to now I have no shackles on, no bag over my head, now I look like a drow, and oh, here's a wyvern. Surprise! Like, yeah. no. Yeah. Not good. Alright, let's wrap this up. What's next? You guys are headed towards this Oakenfold building. Uh, there are workers loading and unloading shipping crates. There's a textiles place across the street. I'm mm -hmm. not sure if that's just a coincidence. Um, I'm not You're sure watching exits is. and entrances. Are y'all just gonna, like... I'm hanging out, out Kick in the front. Kick butt and He's chew the... bubblegum, yeah, or you can play it cool. So, I mean, Varric's plan is to... And I'm sure it'll change by... Hey, Sunday. guys, it's Varric again. I'd like to introduce myself, and... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, his goal is to walk up and say, hey, we're, we've been hired. We're in trouble. Can you lend us resources? We're trying to help the Oakenfolds. And if this guy opens the door, possibly stab him. <laughs> <laughs> what could go wrong? Might be the quickest route. Who knows? Who knows? Um, I wonder if you have any token. Don't you have something written by Lady Oakenfold to... Uh, we have like a... Like something a that keeps you from being drafted, at least? Yeah. I'm We're really supposed to earn that, aren't we? We haven't earned that yet. I, have, I, I can't time. remember. I was too worried about the spiders. Yeah, so we're like, we're, we're okay for now. Like we're, um, but I, I kind of joke about stabbing him if he opens the door, but... Um, <laughs> I, Maybe I'm, not. I'm interested to see what happens if we get in and wind up in a conversation with him. With the with the Genasi. Oh God! Oh, that guy, the Jade. I'm interested in if we get in and we wind up stuck in a conversation with him. What's up, pal? Mm, yeah, <laughs> I know what you did. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. Wonder Let's if he recognizes you. If you don't recognize him, well, of course yeah. he recognizes he recognize you. Recognize us. He's gonna recognize. Wow, us that's so exciting! We can't wait. So yeah. thank you guys for coming here. Thanks to Adventures Academy for the awesome and inclusive game venue. Uh, we've been talking with Kiri and uh, Ryan and Eric. And uh, hope you all have a great night. Thanks. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you.